How you doing, brother? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Dude, you, you've been a fan favorite of mine. You were the first one to tell me to start a sports podcast. I'm so happy you did because this is what I created. It might be idiotic. It might be stupid, but I have a lot of fun with it. So might be. thank you for joining. Maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> Unfortunately, today we are missing one of our uh, hosts in Derek today. But he is away covering the Masters and March Madness and all that good stuff. So we we can let him slide on this. It's not like he's moving or anything. It's already past 11 p.m. for him anyway. So. <laughs> well, or, exactly. Meet him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, dude. You will meet him someday, some, sometime soon. I'll probably have you and him on my podcast, my other podcast, really soon. Um, but yeah, Cody, real quick, dude. What kind of sports do you love? Just to give the people a reference of what what do you do? Because I know you, me and you always talk about baseball and football. And also, like, a lot of people don't know, you're a true hard skater. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sponsored skateboarder, actually, still, which I just found out the other day. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 who? By who? <laughs> uh, by the local skate shop. It's called Society. It's on Laurel Street in San Carlos. Uh, nice. Yeah, I did not know that I was still sponsored, but um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, other than that, dirt biking and I mean, I love baseball. I love football. Basketball is something that I'm working to get into. It's just, I mean, with the pandemic and everything, it's kind of a little bit hard with the bubble. I don't know. Well, basketball, like me and Tommy agree, like basketball is kind of a sport hard to get into nowadays. Like, I don't know what it is, but I've never been a a fan of basketball ever since Jordan retired. Like, it's very hard for me to get into it. I love the way that the Warriors play, but everybody else can go suck a dick. I think everybody can agree that the Warriors play is really, really good, or was really, really good. But (laughs) I also really enjoy watching LeBron play. I think he's just a force. He turns every team around. And that's something amazing to watch, at least for my era of watching basketball. It really is, but there's something to say in the fact that he's trying to act too much of a GM. I don't know. Tommy, do you have any say on this? I'll be honest, man. I, I kind of fallen out of the basketball loop. I I definitely got high respect for guys in the past. I feel like Today's NBA has gotten a little softer, but uh, nothing against LeBron. He's definitely an amazing athlete. I just my interest in basketball has kind of declined, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel the same way. Okay, yeah. So if we're going basketball, I I love LeBron. I just did not get to see Michael Jordan play, so I was too young. Right. So I think that's my whole point on that. But sorry, that's a good point. Yeah. No, dude, that's a good point. But with that, uh, let's let's stop talking about basketball. Cody, what is your question today? My question today is, what is the best 
football dynasty? That's a good one, dude. So what, what made you want to pick that as your question today? Because I'm looking at the Niners when I was younger, and I know that was a good dynasty. And then the Steelers also killed it. Patriots killed it for a while. And just the debate about it is a really good, I don't know, good debate. Awesome. So, Tommy, you already know who I'm going to pick. I'm a, I'm a diehard Bay Area boy. I love Steve Young. I love Jerry Rice. Terrell Owens, even though he's cocky as fuck, I love him. Roger Craig. Yes, I am going, and of course, Joe Montana, though I didn't get to see him play as much. I'm going with the 81 to the 1998 San Francisco 49ers. And I agree with you. But uh, Who you got, Tommy? For sure, Bay Area guys liking that one. I, I understand. Um, since you claimed that one, I'm going to have to go with the only one I believe is higher up, and that was 2001 to 2019 oh, over there with the Patriots. Son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! Yes, I mean with the Bay though. I mean, I, I gotta admit, I I got really sick of that team too. But there's just no doubt in the dominance that we saw from those Patriots over that time period. Dude. I just think that's the best dynasty by far. Dude, this is going to be epic because everything I researched, they were always competing these two teams. So this is going to be epic. Now, Cody, I I know you are a Bay Area kid at heart, and I know you got mad respect for Tom Brady. But you got to put your fandom aside and decide which team is the best team through the arguments that we're about to make. Okay. All right? Sounds good. So So with that, Cody. Now's your chance to go ahead and pick who's going to make the first opening statement. Now, you can pick it on any way, shape, or form you want. Like the first guy to make a swear word, the last guy to take a dump. Uh, However you want to do it, you're more than welcome to do it. We've actually had that be be an establishment of the last guy to take a dump gets to go first. So I would hope that none of you guys need to take a dump during a podcast. <laughs> you'll be you'll be shocked. Um, that person to go. All first. respect. You go first. There you go. Okay, so for my opening statement, I just look at a team that started a dynasty with what looked like a year that was just led to straight up failure. You got 2001. Bledsoe is hurt. You know, hope appears to be lost for this team. And in comes this guy named Tom Brady, and everybody's like, who now? And they go on and dominate. They take the Super Bowl, and then over the next 18 years, they appear in it eight more times and win five more times. I, I just I don't know how you can how you can top that. But only a few other teams from that conference. And they had it. an undefeated season. Right, they had their undefeated season, which unfortunately for them was spoiled later. Yeah. But uh, but definitely, like I don't see how you can top that when they've just pretty much had conference domination for such a long period of time. Nice opening statement, Cody. I'm reared back, ready to go like a shotgun. Can I go? Yeah, dude, you're all up. All right, let's go, dude. 
1979, the Niners themselves were 2-14, and 14, and it only took two years to make them go 13-3. and three. It's unbelievable how quick of a turnaround this team had when they signed Bill Walsh and then soon signed Joe Montana after that. This team, Tommy, you say that the team of the Patriots went 16-0, and which is an accomplishment amazing by itself, but they lost the big game to Eli Manning, which Tom Brady lost to twice. He and lost Eli, to Strahan in the defense, not to Eli Manning. It's, everybody goes back to Eli Manning, who to me is not that good of a quarterback. He's a little mama, mama and daddy's boy quarterback. Oh, and Joe Flacco's a great one. <laughs> Joe Flacco is a lot better, in all honesty. But I'm going to say this, dude. The Niners at least went 15-1 and one and then won the Super Bowl in 1984. This team was so dominant that they went to the conference probably about, I'm seeing here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. No, it couldn't be ten times because it's only a seven year. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, yeah, seven. Eight, so actually eight or nine times since 1981. So there you go. Like this team was just, they made, they only missed the playoffs twice through that span of 1981 to 1998. Now, granted, they always had to face Brett Favre in the division or at least the cha- conference championship. But this team going from Joe Montana to Steve Young and not missing a beat. Even when they lost Bill Walsh, Steger came up and made it to the Super Bowl, which in mind, he's the only, <laughs> this is really funny, Sturgett is the only head coach not to be carried off the, the field during the Super Bowl, which was really funny to me. But still, the establishment, the crew, the everything was just impactful. There were so many Hall of Famers on that team. It is ridiculous through those amount of years. Who was and the wide receiver on Green Bay, though? They, Sorry, say that again? Who was the wide receiver on Green Bay, though? You had uh, Shannon Sharp, and then you oh, had... Um, one I missed. Oh... There was one wide receiver that was actually really good. You know who I actually remember on Green Bay during those years? I think it was like, I think, Tommy, correct me if I'm wrong, Green Bay started becoming a powerhouse back in 92. Is that correct? When they got Brett Favre? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, 94, I think, is what I'm yeah. looking at. Okay, yeah. So the other guy besides Brett Favre and Shannon Sharp, I would put Reggie White. I mean, that dude was a dominant force on the defensive end. And defensive tackle on me. But he was just killer. But, I mean, the Niners with Steve Young, Jerry Rice, J.J. Stokes, and Terrell Owens. I mean, dude, that was a that to me was more of a Super Bowl than the actual Super Bowl back in the day. So it's going to the Niners. You cannot, you cannot say that it doesn't go to the Niners. And I'll go into that more later on. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> but <laughs> you know me I only have a New York Jets tattoo on my leg 
Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> Go ahead and tell Tommy that bet. Uh, I lost the bet, and now I have the Jets tattooed on my leg. <laughs> I apologize. That's a recent bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty recent. <laughs> it's still really funny, but... <laughs> Does it have to do with the first round pick? <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's like five years old. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> is it just because Jacksonville ended up getting it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cody, as we go into round number two, do you have any questions for us before we head into round number two? Um, Round number two. <laughs> Do you think Ryan Reynolds is cuter than what's that guy's name? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, then Chris. Shit. Hemsworth. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly who it is. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth wins, in my opinion. Oh, you're crazy! You're going against you're going against like Green Lantern here, man. Come on. Uh, dude, Chris Hemsworth's got the workman's bod, and he actually still looked good when he looked like uh, the Big Lebowski. He still kind of looked good with his throwy locks. Ryan Reynolds, he's awesome. I love him as Deadpool, but it's got to go to Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> All right, one more question before we go further. Which – NFL player, would you not want to walk into having sex with your girlfriend, wife, or whatever? Chad Ocosinco. <laughs> oh, he goes for the bad attitude guy, huh? <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> dude. I don't know what it is about him, but I, I would I would feel absolutely terrible if I saw Laura having sex with Chad Ocosinco. Like, I, it was just, the guy's a prick. He's funny as hell, but I, I just feel with him, like, I can just see him, like, it, this is a just bad fantasy. Banging her. Like, just, just banging her and then smiling at me with that stupid-ass girl of his. <laughs> oh, I'd definitely pick, like, David Bakhtiari or some huge offensive lineman, because then I know my yeah, guy's got dude. no chance. <laughs> <I'm sure>. <laughs> <Terrell> <laughs> Suggs. In <laughs> some diva wide receiver who's going to be like, oh, my knee might hurt. I'm thinking of some, like, defensive lineman that's going to be just plowing this chick. <laughs> uh, all right, Cody. Who's going first in round number two? Uh, in round number two? Got to give yep. it to Brennan. All right. Let's go, dude. So this is what I'm going to start off with. Uh, Tommy, guess what, dude? My 49ers... In this year span of 1981 to 1998, have won five Super Bowls, where they have gone five and zero. Oh. Granted, the Patriots might have gone to six or seven, but they lost two of those. That they, makes your numbers my, are already way off. But okay, yeah, you're that makes my my Niners a lot better. Those, dude, I'm sorry, but the guys went. Like I know that my numbers are probably way off with the Patriots just because I didn't do any research on them because I didn't know who your team was, Tommy. Thanks for hiding that from me, you fucker. <laughs> hey, I was at one brewery. I hit up a dive bar, an Irish bar. I hit up the self-serve tap room. I was busy getting drunk today, okay? Be, be busy you shall be. <laughs> 
But I'm going to go ahead and go go on to say the Niners during that 18-year span went 207-72 and with one tie. They were one of the very first teams to get a tie, surprisingly, too. So, like, the team was just absolutely dominant, not to mention the fact that Bill Walsh was our head coach, a Hall of Famer in his own right. He totally changed the game, and almost every single head coach that went on to win this uh, Super Bowl since Bill Walsh came into the league came from his tutelage. Freaking uh, Andy Reid was one of the quarterback coaches of the 49ers back in the 80s. Uh, was his, Holmberg. Holmberg was uh, Holmgren. <laughs> Holmgren. Thank you. I'm so bad with fucking names. It doesn't help that I've been drinking. <laughs> Were you the reason for that one tie? Yes, I was the reason for that one tie. <laughs> but he he was a head coach with Steve Young, so he knew how to train Brett Favre as a great quarterback. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's dad. Wait, what was that? I said Steve Young is my favorite quarterback. Oh, 100%. I mean, how can he not be? I mean, the only guy that was better than him was Joe Montana. I mean, Tom Brady's making a good case for it. And so is Brett Favre. Don't get me wrong, Tommy. I know you have much love for Brett Favre. Of running, I think, was since it was so young or so new in that era. Yes. I think that was the most badass part. Yes. He was one of the very first mobile quarterbacks, but he also had the presence to be a pocket quarterback, which a lot of these young guys don't know how to do. And he's also a lefty. Exactly. Which is even more difficult, which gives me another point later on. But all the quarter all the coaches, Holmgren, came from freaking Bill Walsh. Even Kyle Shanahan who had his father come from Bill Walsh. There is his freaking scheme is still used today. No other head coach has a scheme like his. I would even think, I think even Bill Belichick comes from the West Coast offense that Bill Walsh established. Now that's just the head coach, not to mention Eddie, uh, Eddie came through and signed players that he knew that would do well and actually let Bill Walsh say, I want this guy, I want that guy. He was the one that brought Deion Sanders into this locker room. Granted, Deion just wanted the ring, but still he made us a fearsome, fearsome defensive passing threat. So the whole combination of owner and GM and head coach is nothing like we've ever seen except for the Patriots, but I still believe that the Niners had it right a lot better than the Patriots. If we were to put them up together against each other, I would place a $100 bet on the 49ers winning that game. Just a hundred? <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a newly married man. I'm still trying to figure out where all my money's going. So, yes, only a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen how much I raked in my three thousand dollar bet on the Dodgers winning the World Series. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wow, dude, way to brag. <laughs> um, I I think it's just also like such a different game. Like it is. 
Tom Brady would have gotten rocked up by Ronnie Lott. And I don't know. Who knows if that means that he would have played differently, but it's still a possibility. Yes. Now, keep Cody, I know you're a huge Niner fan, man, but keep your mind open because Tommy could come in with some hard-hitting facts. Yes, sir. <laughs> Is that a question? <laughs> I don't know. You told me to come correct. <laughs> uh, let's hear Tommy's statement. Okay, so first off, you mentioned how your team is having a hard time. Would you say like 3-13 and 13 or something like that? And you mentioned how it takes them a full two years to recover when New England loses their QB and still wins the Super Bowl. They look like they're lined up for disaster and still put it together and take it all. But they and got then, right. 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 But who knew who the hell he was then? So <laughs> you look at it. You keep on mentioning, too, how, you know, over that, what, what do you got, 81 to 98? So mm-hmm. you got like a, what is that, a almost a 20-year span? It's pretty much the same as mine, I guess. Um, yep. You talk about how you go to the Super Bowl five times, and you won them all. Props, for sure. But are you really more of a better dynasty for being to five Super Bowls and winning them all or going to nine Super Bowls and winning six? It just shows that the Niners got knocked out faster by Green Bay multiple times. And Ouch. It just it proves that the Patriots dynasty is better because they pretty much always got there. You look at it, who else appeared in the Super Bowl for the AFC over that time period? So you got Rich Gannon, you got Jimmy. Peyton Manning, you got you got Ben Roethlisberger, and you got Joe Flacco. Other than those four quarterbacks, Tom Brady was the only one to show up for the AFC over that nineteen year period. I just feel like there's there's no way that the fact that you've been to five is better than being to nine just because you won them all when that just proves that you either didn't make the playoffs because New England never missed the playoffs or you got knocked out faster. So I just, uh, I don't see where you were coming with your argument before. It just, I feel like you're bagging yourself in a way, but um, the Patriots. a hundred percent is not bragging, is not bagging myself. I'm batting a hundred percent. What are you batting? What, what, What sport are we talking about? And dude, it's not about batting average. Not about batting average. Five and all. Like okay, I'm five five you, victories, you, six you. victories for New England, six victories, nine appearances. You got five appearances. You're almost at fifty percent of the appearances that New England had in the Super Bowl. Have fun getting knocked out in the wild card round or conference championship or wherever you made it to. But dude, you did not appear. You did not appear. Shut the fuck up. You did not appear. All I have to do is throw in Eli Manning and Tom Brady goes down like a ton ton of bricks. A ton of bricks? Yeah, the guy has seven Super Bowls. He's got more Super Bowl titles than any franchise in the NFL. He goes down a shit ton. (laughs) Listen to yourself, man. You're just – you're throwing out so many assumptions. Oh, yeah, Belichick is using – he's using our strategy too. You're just trying to like prop up your team name when you were just pulling shit out of your ass that you have really no clue about. And another thing is, that article you sent me, oh, what was the title of it? Oh, Best Dynasties. Oh, Niners Rank Number Two is what the article was called. I looked at your article. right? I I, I looked at your article, man, and it just goes on about 
the Niners with every word that you've used. Come up with your own shit, man. Don't just be using other people's words like you have been this I'm whole not episode. Using all my, I'm using my. I own read the words. article. I read the article. You're just quoting everything that they were quoting, all the stats and everything They're that they were. They're stats for a reason, motherfucker. You're saying it just like they were, though. It's it's pretty funny. So try to try Dude, to be a little more I'm, original. I'm kind of sad that the Steelers weren't brought up in this conversation <laughs> too. Props Dude. to Pittsburgh, but uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, a I don't little, like a little older for me. I guess I wasn't around yet. Yeah, or the Bears. Uh, yeah, but um, sorry, talking to a Packer yeah, fan. If you're talking you're Bears, good. you're gonna get nothing but negativity. So, <laughs> Steelers Super Bowl 2010. Yeah, Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Green Bay is the Super Bowl of having the best fans because they pay for that shit. Yes, they do. Uh, Tommy, but, sorry to interrupt, man. Go ahead and go on with your second statement. <laughs> yeah, my bad, Tom. Oh, all good. Um, I feel like I've kind of lost my train of thought, though. I, I had one more point, but I, I've kind of forgotten it. But uh, but yeah, I just I, – I don't think that you can pick any dynasty other than New England's 2001 to 2019 run just due to the fact that they were in the playoffs every year. They won their division every year. They there was no stopping them. You pointed out how the Niners missed the playoffs a couple times. They were in the Super Bowl nine times. I mean, you look at the NFC conference, you know, a bunch of other teams slipped in over your period. So for the Super Bowl, it's Can you also blame that a little bit on like the Jets and Miami and Buffalo being in their division? That was gonna be my next thing. Yeah. I suppose you could look at it that way, but yeah, those teams, you know, it's not like they were just throwing in the towel. I, I blame their general management for sure, but <laughs> I, I guess that would make it a little easier for New England to make the playoffs every year. But that a doesn't, that doesn't mean that they, uh, you know, <laughs> were getting past Peyton Manning and all those other guys like like it was nothing all the time. Yeah, for sure, definitely still a really good organization, but you got a little bit of an easier pass path. Sorry. Yeah, especially when you have to face those teams twice. Okay, so if, if you're going to look at it that way, I guess six automatic wins for the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Niners, Niners get definitely get two of those with the with the Cardinals in their division. I'm not sure how good Seattle or, or the Rams were yeah, back the then. Cardinals went to Seattle was good. Seattle was good those years with uh, uh, Largent. There you can't uh, think of. <laughs> Hasselback and uh, Sean Alexander. Those guys didn't exist yet. In 92? Yeah, they did. Or in 98? Yeah, they did. Yeah, Hasselback was just coming up. In 98, they did, for sure. Yeah, but 98, I mean, yeah, I feel I like mean, your, reign, your dynasty reign should have ended in 94, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you did text me that. That is true. <laughs> Dude, I was so happy when I was three years old in 94. <laughs> Uh, right that's that's a very good point tommy do you have anything else for your second round no i'll save it for the end okay uh cody any questions for before we go into the third round any questions at all um no (laughs) (laughs) no random ass questions this time i mean no not that i've written down (laughs) The big one back in high school was always Jessica Biel or Jessica Alba. 
Beal. I, I, I heard Alba, Alba has a uh, uh, STD. <laughs> <laughs> of course you research that. <laughs> All right, question. How many girls do you think are in the living room of my apartment right now? You should, give us, an, you should give us an over-under. <laughs> over-under is set at five. I'm saying four, under. I'll go for the over. All right. Over's right. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Well, with that, Cody, who's going uh, first in this last round? Uh, Who did I pick last? I don't know. Me. You picked me last. Young T's going next, dude. And now you got a nickname, Young T. <laughs> It's 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 T bomb, but, but okay, young T works too. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm I'm probably the youngest here, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think Cody is. Oh, okay. I, I'm used to being yeah. the youngest. Brendan's like 35, so <laughs> yeah, he's the baby face grandpa. Um, Dude, I'm the same age as Johnny. <laughs> okay, so you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, sorry, man. Wait, seriously, who is younger? I, I don't know. I was born in 1991. Okay, then yeah, I, I probably got you by like four months then. Damn, dude, you're a 90s baby. Yeah, barely, <laughs> but a 90s baby. I mean, Brennan was a 70s baby, so. Fuck so. you, you ass. An, an 1870s <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck this. Tommy, go. Okay, so for my closing statement, I think just what impressed me the most when I look at the rosters of these teams, Brennan, you talk about how, you know, Niners bring in Deion Sanders. Yeah, good for them. Keep the dynasty strong. The Patriots seem to build their team on a bunch of guys that we were clueless on. Like, who the heck is Wes Welker? And then they make him a star. (laughs) Julian Edelman, I mean, there were so many names that – blew my mind on just like okay like what are they gonna do with this guy and then somehow he turns into like one of the best fantasy scorers in my league that year so my closing statement is just patriots amaze me with what they were able to put together when i feel like you know a lot of money was already going to brady and they're bringing in these drafts or these free agents other than yes randy moss that were kind of like nobodies and became stars all right. Well, fuck. I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. So, fuck you, Tommy. Uh, the Niners. Like, come back, Tommy. You you say like yeah. Granted that these guys came in out of nowhere and were great. And hey, Brendan. Fuck you. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I was waiting for that one. But <laughs> you say that the. Hey, Brendan. Fuck you. <laughs> Are you going to do it one more time? One, dude, I'm drunk. What do you think? <laughs> I'm just gonna say, dude, you say that the Patriots come in with these no no name guys at wide receiver and running back. One hundred percent true. Like I didn't know who Wes Rucker was. I didn't know who Julian Edelman was. Gronk had a fucking phenomenal year. Aaron Hernandez before he shot the motherfucker had a phenomenal year. But they kept their offensive line, which gave Tom Brady considerably one of the best quarterbacks of all time now the pocket protection he needed to make the throws. 
And that is 100% true. But in my, in my retrospect, in 100% honesty, we have three players that are considered the best of all time at their position. Yeah, there's that big argument between Joe Montana and Tom Brady. Who are you going to pick? And I'm actually curious on who you guys would pick. Would you want Tom Brady or would you want Joe Montana? Because it's really a coin flip. I mean, granted, Tom Brady. Yeah, they're really, they're really similar. And I'm taking no credit whatsoever from away from Tom Brady. But I don't know what it is. I think for me, just hearing the mythology of Joe Montana and watching Tom Brady, that's the difference. No, but that's the difference because, like, in in retrospect, if you talk to any any 49er fan that did not see Joe Montana, and I've talked to this with teachers of mine. Colin Kaepernick. It's almost like, yeah, not Colin Kaepernick. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but it's almost like Joe Montana never threw an interception. The way that people talk about him and how dominant he was, especially under the clutch, it's almost and like he never threw an interception. Exactly. So. so, like the fact of the matter is, like I, I'm sorry, like Tom Brady. Tom Brady deserves a lot of credit, especially where he was drafted and the uphill battle he had to climb. But before Tom Brady, the uphill battle was Joe Montana. Like he was considered the guy that was never supposed to start, was never supposed to amount to anything, and somehow he did it. Are we talking individual players or like franchise dynasties here, though? But I'm talking NFL. I'm talking about dynasty because without Joe Montana and without two other guys, that dynasty does not exist. Like, granted. Tom, without Tom Brady, the Patriots do not exist. Without the amazing efforts of Julian Edelman and Gronkowski and uh, God, his name is Babro, uh, the guy that battled cancer, the middle linebacker for the Patriots. Without those guys, that dynasty. Yes, that dynasty doesn't exist. So it's very hard to say. Without the certain players in in effect at the right time, the dynasty doesn't affect. So, like considering that Tom Brady and Joe Montana are considered equal, and I will one hundred percent call that a loss right there. I still for the 49ers during that time, I still have Jerry Rice, who's considered the number one wide receiver of all time. And along with Ronnie Lott, who's considered the best safety and cornerback, better than Deion Sanders, better than the assassin, better than Charles Woodson. Like the guy literally cut off his finger in order to finish a football game, in order to assure his team to win and go into the playoffs. No other player has done that except for maybe Terrell Davis, the running back for the Broncos, who played with a fucking migraine. So you have those guys. And not to mention Roger Craig, who, in my opinion, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because he was the first guy ever as a running back to have 1,000 yards receiving and 1,000 yards rushing. You also had Garrison Hurst, uh, Kevin Barlow. Uh, Charlie Gardner, all these guys had good careers even after the 49ers. Trell Owens, 
Vernon uh, Davis wasn't there yet, so I can't say him. But Dwight Clark, I mean, the list goes on and on. Charlie Hayes, Deion Sanders. But yeah, the Niners at that time have more Hall of Famers than the Patriots ever could imagine. Ty Law was an absolute beast. There's certain players on the Patriots that I would definitely put in the Hall of Fame. Don't get me wrong, Tommy. But when you have three players that are considered the greatest players at their position of all time, it's very hard to not suggest that's what made the great dynasty. Their coach, the owner, the players, everything fit at the right possible second. That's what made the Patriots great, but the Niners were just better, in my opinion. Do, do they match rings? Or no, Steelers and Niners that have the most rings, right? Nope. No, Steelers, Patriots. Yep. Say that again, I'm sorry. Steelers, Patriots. The dynasty I'm talking about won six. Yeah, the Patriots won I'm, one more than the Niners. Yeah. That, um, yeah, I don't know. But I, in my opinion, if you if you were to put them up against each other, I have a hard time believing that the that the Patriots are going to win. I, I feel like the Niners' defense would be a lot better than anything that the Patriots had to face during that time period. At that time period, that's where it gets tricky. Yes, exactly. There's a lot of new laws that were placed. So, one, the quarterback protection was a lot stronger, and also the wide receiver position is a lot stronger. So that's a – like if if Jerry Rice played in this era, think of how many more yards he would have had. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue because it's something that we can't even, like, argue, you know? Yes, exactly. And that makes it difficult. That's why we're making you judge, Cody, so that way you can figure out this headache. (laughs) All right. I'm going to be honest. Tommy wins on this. (laughs) And I love the Niners to my fucking core, but he has a... A lot of good points there. Hey, no, 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 no harm, no foul. This was a tough one, and I had a feeling Tommy made great points. So I no hard feelings at all. Tommy, thank you, thank you very much. I hey, Brendan, I just, I just want to bring up you know your little comment on a previous podcast. I, I've got more than Tommy. Fuck you, Tommy. This, <laughs> this is a you know good payback for that. So just be. I'll still be doing that, but <laughs> no, hey Tommy, I, I I accept it, man. Like, congratulations, dude. I I no no ill will. You made a great great argument. I am happy for you, brother. All right, thank you. Hey, you win that hundred bucks that he was gonna bet or something. <laughs> yep. I expect it in Los Gatos tomorrow. By the way. <laughs> Dude, my buddy actually bet today on um, Spanish tennis. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what was the bet on? It's like a Spanish tennis tennis league or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like a particular player. Or... Like, yeah, a certain player. I know tennis pretty good. So. <laughs> something? Yeah, I don't know. I can ask him, but... 
<laughs> hey, Cody, real quick. Me, Tommy, and the other guy that usually does this uh, did a prediction on baseball. And I know that you love baseball. Who do you think is going to the World Series and who you think is going to win? Braves. Ooh. Dude! Degrees of Derek. No, that was me. You? You took the Padres. I did not take the Padres. <laughs> Derek took the Padres, you dumbass. You took Padres over Angels. I took Braves over Angels. No, you Derek didn't. took Padres over the Yankees. No, he didn't. He took the Braves. I'll bet you a hundred bucks right now. I'll give you. I'll give you two hundred bucks if you are correct. Do you want to hear my friend Cody right now? What's up? Do you want to hear my friend Cody right yes, now? Go for it. We'll go all about the Padres. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, do you really think I picked the Padres to win this? Yeah. You t- you, I remember you saying, like, two California teams, and you said Padres over Angels. No. I Eric and I were texting, Braves. like, what the heck's he thinking? <laughs> oh, God. I'm always positive I took Braves over – I got to re-listen because I'm always positive I said Braves. Oh. Best franchise in sports history has got to be the <laughs> San Diego Padres. <laughs> What's funny about that? <laughs> There's a lot of things funny about that, but I'm not even going to go into it. Well, if we're getting in debates, you know, Tatis is better than Babe Ruth, Mark McGuire, <laughs> Sammy Sosa, and Mike Chubb. Say, say Joe DiMaggio, too, for me. Oh, easily. I mean, Fuck you. Joe DiMaggio. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Dude, are you kidding me? They might as well call him Fernando DiMaggio Tatis. <laughs> He <laughs> has no clue. And now you got a Cody number two reference. Shit. Oh, I love it. Cody, that was awesome, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm super down to do it. Um, always down for a call in. Yeah, dude. Good. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta see what Derek says. I know, right? I mean, he doesn't uh, say much, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, uh, Cody, since you are our guest, anybody that you want to plug and promote here as we go to close our podcast tonight? Uh, I promote Uber. It's a good way to get home sober. <laughs> um, Uber Eats, that's a good way to get shit delivered to you. But no, dude. Other than that, I just like you guys. That's all. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cody. Tommy, anybody that you want to promote? Yeah, I'm going to promote that River Rock Tap Room in Sunnyvale. I, they had about 20 beers. You just they give you this little coin or a little like card thing. You walk up and you put it up against the tap, and then you pour it yourself. And they charge you like 60 cents an ounce. So I, I, That's I tried about eight or nine different beers. I mean, I didn't pour like full pints. I probably poured like say four or five ounces each time just try them out but i ended up only paying 13 bucks for all that so i was like nice. that is awesome <laughs> yeah cody next weekend i gotta get you out here to san jose dude like tommy knows all the great places to drink at so i'll be more than happy to be so so far and be dd dude yeah dude and then we can do this in person yes 100 percent uh for me, I'm for me, I'm going to promote uh, Moral Combat. They are an awesome podcast. Uh, 
doing a March Madness kind of podcast where they just take random topics and compete against each other. Uh, they're doing uh, pup, uh, Baby Animals is their next one. So it's pretty funny on that. Baby Animals. Uh, nice. Yeah, baby, baby Animals. Uh, the cutest baby animal is what they're doing. Um, also, Flops. Cody, if you get a chance, dude, my buddy, the other guy on this, the other host, Derek, he does a podcast with another buddy of ours called David, and they do a podcast called Flops, where they pick out funny-ass laws that are around the world. Um, for example, I found out that before 1964, Ireland actually killed you for trying a suicide attempt. Okay. Well, I mean, if they could have killed you for a suicide attempt, sounds like you should have committed suicide. Right? But yeah, so it's a great podcast. Definitely give it a listen. And also, before I forget, coming April, I'm doing another podcast called KDH. Uh, Cody, real quick, since you're the newest guy on here, what do you think KDH stands for? Killed them homies. <laughs> I like it. Almost, almost as good as Tommy's. Tommy's, tell Cody what you thought it stood for. I, I just guessed killer dick hats. <laughs> okay, you're just tired. But yeah, so it actually stands for Kid Drunk or High. And Cody, I'm going to have you on that podcast sooner or later. Um, and finally, I'm going to promote my wife, Laura Jean Sullivan. Take a look at her, she's amazing. Her movies are fantastic, and her Twitch channel. She's super cool. Oh, dude. She, she's an absolute sweetheart, and people need to watch her, become friends with her, all that good stuff. And with that, we are done. Fuck this podcast. We are done. I am talking way too much. Uh, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, Cody, go ahead and say goodbye. Fucking, I'm done. All right. I hate to say that the Patriots are better but i I agree with you 100 but but yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right we're saying good night (laughs) have a good time Uh, well hopefully you got his footage Uh, all right, Tommy. Cody, you good? Yes, sir. All right, Tommy, you good? Yep. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. And the music's not working. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What she unplugged this time? What she unplugged? Yeah, I know, right? Hold on, let me see if I can get the music up real fast.